0: On today's show, in a stunning move, Nissan announced it's taking over Mitsubishi. GM introduces a new transmission that shifts faster than a Porsche PDK, and car sales in the American market could set new records for several years to come. All that more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for May 12th of 2016. Well, here's a story that could turn the automotive industry on its head. New car sales in the American market have been growing for nearly six years. That's the longest post-recession recovery in history. And that has Wall Street worrying that car sales are bound to start dropping sometime soon. But not everyone on Wall Street. John Murphy, the senior auto analyst at Merrill Lynch, has this prediction. We're looking for about 18 to this year, 19 million units uh, next year, and about 20 million units in 2018 before the industry catches up with the supply of vehicles on the road relative to that demand for travel utility. Speaking on an upcoming episode of AutoLine this week, Murphy says that the age of the fleet shows there's still considerable pent-up demand for new cars. The average car today is over 11 years old. And if Murphy is right, that means automakers, suppliers, and dealers can enjoy nearly three more years of record sales. Okay, now let's move over to Japan, where Nissan dropped a bombshell this morning, announcing it's taking over control of Mitsubishi. Nissan is spending just over $2 billion to buy 34% of Mitsubishi Motors. Under Japanese law, once a stockholder takes control of 33% of a company's stock, it gets effective control of the company. The move adds more than 2 million vehicles to the Renault-Nissan alliance bringing the group's total manufacturing scale to over 7 million vehicles. And we'll be back in a moment with a story on how automakers can make cars lighter just by bending the steel differently.
1: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results and by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems.
0: Automakers and suppliers face tough regulations to improve fuel efficiency and lower emissions. Making cars lighter can pay big dividends and every gram counts. Here's a great example we just ran across. A research project from the Auto Steel Partnership found a new way to hem the steel on doors, hoods, and trunk lids. Hemming refers to crimping the edges of steel panels so they don't have sharp edges. Nothing new there, they've been doing that for decades. The difference here is, using advanced high strength steel, what they call AHSS, that can be used in very thin gauges. Researchers were able to successfully hem the thin gauge steel without any rips or tears, resulting in a 30% weight savings. You know it doesn't seem that long ago that GM and Ford announced a partnership to develop 9 and 10-speed transmissions. Now we're starting to see the fruits of that labor. Ford recently announced a 10-speed automatic transmission will go in the new Raptor and select F-150 models. And now it's GM's turn. The automaker will first use the trans in the Camaro ZL1, which it claims shifts faster than a Porsche PDK transmission. We think it's also safe to say the new 10-speed will make its way into GM's trucks and SUVs as well. That will push GM and Ford ahead of the Ram pickup, which has had a fuel economy advantage thanks to its 8-speed transmission. You know, I've heard plenty of stories about million-mile vehicles before, but one loyal Toyota owner just got there in pretty impressive fashion. Victor Shepard recently reached that milestone in his 2007 Tundra, And for those of you who don't wanna do the math, that's a whopping average of 125,000 miles a year. Maybe even more impressive, Shepard's truck still has the original engine, transmission, and paint job. And that impressed Toyota so much that it traded Shepard for a brand new Tundra just so it could study his old one. And coming up next, John will be here with one of his Autoline Insights about who's the biggest car company in the world.
1: For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work, Dow. Here's the part of the show where I share some of my automotive insights. And today's is all about who's the number one car company in the world. There's big bragging rights that go with selling more vehicles than anyone else. And to get it all sorted out, I combed through the most recent annual reports from Toyota, Volkswagen, and General Motors. That's where they have to declare their official sales. And at first glance, it looks pretty simple. Toyota says it sold 10.1 million vehicles. VW says it sold 10 million. And GM says it sold 9.8 million. But now it gets a little bit more complicated. Toyota and Volkswagen sell big semi trucks. GM doesn't sell any. So, if you want more of an apples to apples comparison and take those big trucks out of the total, then Toyota sold 9.1 million vehicles, VW sold 9.3 million, and GM sold 9.8 million. But wait, we still need to make another adjustment. Toyota's total does not include the mini cars that it sells in Japan. If you add them in, then Toyota sold 9.833 million just behind General Motors at 9.840. So as you can see, this gets pretty complicated. And the next time one of these car companies brags that it's number one in the world, we need to ask them, how are you counting those sales? Hey, before I go, I wanna invite you to tune into Autoline After Hours later this afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to have a deep dive into the new Honda Ridgeline truck. There's a lot to learn about how Honda completely revamped that truck And there's a lot of details in that show. So join me and Gary Vasilash for some of the best insights as to what's going on in the automotive industry. And with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching and join us again tomorrow.